Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Voices of Forestry podcast. I'm your host, Seth Stevenson, the Communications Coordinator for the Arkansas Forestry Association. And today I'm joined by my coworker, Jennifer Johnson. Jennifer, thank you for being here. I know uh, coming a couple of offices away has been a big hassle to you. It was a long walk down the hallway. Into the conference room, and here we are. So um, Jennifer is our, she administers the Arkansas Tree Farm Program here with uh, AFA. That's just one of the things that we do here at AFA. And I think we may have talked about it a couple times or hinted at it a few times. And I know we spoke to a tree farmer back in one of our earlier episodes who mentioned you and the program. So Jennifer, if you could just give me a quick overview of what exactly is the Arkansas Tree Farm Program. Well, it is a certification program that is geared towards the private landowner that has between 10 and 10,000 acres. It is, it started out as a recognition program that was developed under the American Forest Foundation with the name of the American Tree Farm System. About a decade ago, it switched from a recognition program to a certification program, and Arkansas, of course, went along with that. And there are standards in place that each landowner has to meet in order to be certified. And our program is unique because we have a, a fee structure that is involved with it. A landowner must pay an annual fee of $75 for the first tree farm and $20 for each additional tree farm with a maximum of $5,000. And this was geared not to gouge the landowner in any way but to help offset some of the expenses most states when it is a a a a free program there's not any money for communication you don't get any sort of educational benefits from it you don't really get a lot of anything and so we assessed the program we wanted to make sure that we were doing our due diligence and putting value into the program when we became certified and we decided that a fee structure was the only way to do that because honestly postage is expensive and we do newsletters and we print them we do workshops and it that for $75 it's a bargain yeah yeah especially if you have a larger tree farm where $75 may not be just a whole heck of a lot of money for some folks um, it's, it's a very big benefit to to these people especially the educational aspect because in a quote-unquote normal year you would have been doing workshops with landowners quite regularly yes and we still do some workshops they're virtual and but you know we do try to have that reach the other parts that we do are not just educational but we do outreach advocacy there's a whole gamut to tree farm in a non-election year you may get me to say that education is the biggest value driver but in an election year I honestly believe that our advocacy is the biggest most prominent thing that we do 
as a member of the Arkansas Tree Farm Program, you get local and state level advocacy through the Arkansas Forestry Association. But on a national level, you get the American Tree Farm System who is lobbying for you. And anyone who knows anything about deregulation knows that Arkansas is really good. We are not like California with a lot of regulations that prohibit the way that you manage your forests. And because of that, our forests are a lot healthier. And so I guess, you know, bringing up some of the other states in the country, this isn't just an Arkansas thing. I mean, it's the American tree farm system. So there's at least that. Do other states have a tree farm program that you know of? There are many, many states that have the tree farm program in them. Right now, they're not, I think there are 30 something Mm-hmm. that are certified there are some that are recognition only and then there are some that have dropped out of the program altogether because they don't have a lot of trees mm-hmm. like oklahoma and so yeah i'm not digging on oklahoma but <laughs> yeah it's just it's only common sense you know they don't have a whole lot of trees but uh so i guess another thing that we need to kind of discuss too is this you keep bringing up certification which i know is a big buzzword if you will especially here at AFA and with some of our landowners. Now, when you say that they are certified, what exactly does certification mean? Well, certification means that you are audited. I mean, the whole program is reviewed by auditors from PricewaterhouseCoopers, and Arkansas is part of the Southern Certificate, which includes a bunch of other Southern states. And on a rotational basis, we get auditors to come in and look at our paperwork. They look at the management plans. They go visit the landowners. And they make sure that every one of these aspects touches and goes back to the standards of sustainability that are through the American Forest Foundation. And then as a state we get certified which impacts the regional certification which impacts the national certification so if arkansas were to screw up and we didn't do well and we just completely disregarded all certification and all of the standards it could impact it could have a national impact on certification and what certification is is that through this auditing process they are verifying that our timberland is being grown in a sustainable manner and this goes back to what the consumers and the purchasers of timber and wood products are demanding we don't want our forests to be decimated and just to be clear-cut and never replanted this is all about a sustainable, healthy environment for our forest, make sure that they're continuing to grow and replenish. And so what started out as a, I guess it was a driver from third world countries and then Europe, they where they had already clear cut all of their forests and they didn't have the timber, they were trying to make sure that anything that they purchased was being grown sustainably. And so that has moved across, it's become a global drive. 
and you have major companies like Walmart and Office Depot and Home Depot and most of the European ones that will not purchase your wood unless it's you can prove that it's being grown sustainably and that it goes through a chain of custody. And I guess that's one of the big things that sets us apart, America apart from some of these other countries where they don't have these regulations. So, you know, showing that we have sustainable forestry and we're growing them sustainably and not being irresponsible, irresponsible about it all kind of sets us apart a little bit. Right, yeah. Okay. And they have put those measures in place in those countries mm -hmm. because they want to improve the way that they were. And you can go to different places. Like if you go to Starbucks and you look at the, the paper uh, wrappers on the cup, you'll see a little logo that shows, you know, it looks like a little leaf. And that's proving that that product is being grown sustainably. You can look at a package of paper from Office Depot and you'll see that little leaf and it's being grown sustainably. And there are commercials where they, for lumber companies, and they'll tell you that it's being grown in a certified sustainable way. And you'll know that anytime they say it's sustainable, it's certified. And I know people have most definitely seen these little these little symbols on uh, packets of paper or cups or whatever. They just haven't realized it or realized what exactly that means. Exactly. You know that if you're using a product that has that logo on it, that it is something that is not taking away from the environment. It is actually helping the environment to use that paper product. So kind of walk me through the process, Jennifer, if you can, please, to say I'm a tree farmer. Uh, I'm not a part of the tree farm program, but I want to be. What does that process look like for someone like me? Well, as long as you own timberland that is between 10 and 10,000 acres, what you would do is you would speak to a forester and you would have a management plan written up. That means that the management plan, that the forester would talk to you as a landowner to develop your goals and what you actually want out of your, out of your investment. A lot of people buy timberland for the aesthetics, they do it for wildlife, they do it recreationally. You have a lot of people who just buy it for the timber because it is, it is an investment. So depending upon your goals, that's how you develop your management plan. And once you develop your management plan, that can be reviewed and it gets, the application gets put into the tree farm system and a forester will inspect the land to make sure that it's following best management practices and that you comply with all of the standards that are set forth by the tree farm program. And basically that's it. You sign on the dotted line so that you're going to do the good things that you want to do and you are a tree farmer. And you'll get one of those green and white diamond signs to put up and have all your neighbors come by and say, that looks good. <laughs> well, I know that kind of falls into some of our older episodes talking uh, to Josh Barkheimer, Consulting Forester. That kind of is a good first step then for people or people who aren't in the system or in the program. That's a good first step for them to take. Yes. Okay. Always speak to a forester. 
that's my first and only true bit of advice for anybody who owns timber. Talk to the professionals. Talk to people who own land around you. See what's working for them. It does take a village in something like this. You learn a little bit from everyone you talk to and use that knowledge to go forth and conquer the timber world. So if you could, how many tree farms are in the program currently? Do you have that number on you? Um, Right now there are a little over 2,700 tree farms in Arkansas that are certified. And it's interesting to me because there are 75 counties in Arkansas and there are 61 of them that have a tree farm. Most of the tree farmers, you know, the people who actually own the timber, Mm -hmm. they own one or two tree farms. We have some landowners that own a significant amount, but our program is primarily, I think it's like 80% owned by people who own one or two tree farms. And that's a big difference in some of the certification programs that you'll see in other areas because they work with the mill Mm -hmm. rather than the landowner and so they you'll hear pefc or sfi or sic and these are all things that they are certification but they are not working with the small landowner they are working more with the mill to get that timber processed and to follow the guidelines that they have to to sell to European markets, but the tree farm program is the oldest and only certification program for the small non-industrial private landowner. So Jennifer, one of the things that you do here with AFA is you are you lead our tree farm committee. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not the chair, but you help lead that group of, of folks who are tree farm inspectors. What exactly, I guess, did they do? What are these tree farm inspectors and what, what is their role in the program? Well, the tree farm inspectors are all registered foresters in Arkansas. They have taken a special class and which certifies them to be able to go out and inspect a tree farm to ensure that it meets the standards. Then they will work with a landowner to review the management plan and make sure that everything aligns with the boots on the ground to the management plan on the paper. And then it goes into the database, which is where the whole tree farm record is housed. A landowner doesn't have to use a forester to get a management plan, although I do recommend it. But a management plan that's written by someone that is not a certified inspector has to be reviewed by someone who is trained through the tree farm system certification program. In Arkansas and throughout the whole tree farm system with the American Forest Foundation tree farm program, all of the inspectors are voluntary. None of them are paid. Um, We do, we are able to give them a small stipend, a little gift card at the end of the year, but these, these foresters are doing it out of the, the goodness of their heart and the belief in the program that certification is important and that sustainability is important. 
So in Arkansas, we have 90-some, 90, 90 I want to say like 96, 97 mm -hmm. inspectors throughout the whole state. And that's not a whole lot if you think that we're in 61 counties. So there, you have some counties, of course, that have a bigger forester population, but there's a lot more trees in those counties. So the forester will work with whoever writes the management plan. You know, if it's another forester that's not certified, they, they'll work with that landowner, they'll work with that forester, they will make sure that everything goes accordingly, and they will basically walk that landowner through the whole process to make sure that they are getting certified. So it's just kind of back to the it takes a village it does uh, to not only raise kids, but certify and run a tree farm program. Yes. And Arkansas is unique, and I want to give us props because when I go to other states to see how their programs are run, there's a lot of competition between industry and consultants and state foresters. In Arkansas, we get along. We have Southern charm. We have Southern hospitality. We are foresters. It doesn't matter if you are industry, consultant, private, state. I have not seen anyone not be friendly. Mm -hmm. So there's not a lot of competition. If one forester is a state forester and then they can or can't do something that they think a different type of forester would be better adept at, they are more than willing to recommend that person to them. It's not all about chasing the money. It is about certification and about good forest management. And I guess we should um, discuss that a little bit too is that we, we have talked about the Arkansas, forest, Arkansas Department of Agriculture Forestry Division. Almost got that wrong yet again. <laughs> but but that, that's a big chunk of some, of your, some of the people you work with, but it's also with private companies or businesses as well. You, you yes. use some of those folks too. We have industry foresters. We have private consultants. We have some of the larger landowners that have their own consultant foresters on staff. So you, you name it, we have that type of forester. Okay. So I guess one of my big questions is, for, for in your opinion, your, your very biased opinion, but what, what is some advice that you would give to somebody who's still maybe on the fence, who, who, is, who has a tree farm, who's thought about joining the program, but even, even $75 may seem like a little too steep for them? I honestly understand that. And certification is important to some people. Some people, it's not. It really is a regional thing. If you are up in the northern part of Arkansas and you are not going to be harvesting timber at any regular level and you are nowhere near a mill and you won't get a premium, certification probably doesn't mean the same thing as it does to someone who's in the southern part of the state that is close to a mill that they know that they have the acreage they have the type of trees they and it and there's competition to sell your your timber um, you may in 
If you are in an area that you are trying to sell your timber and there are quotas involved and there's competition, you may not get a premium, but you may actually get to sell your timber. Um, tree f and certification is a deciding factor in a lot of ways. Other people, it's not. I, I don't know that certification is the, the primary driver for tree farm. It's not in my mind. I think education and advocacy are the two top drivers for tree farm because you, no matter where you go, you have to learn. You have to know mm -hmm. how to grow it. You have to know what's working for other states. You have to know what's working for other people in your region. And you, it gives you a connection to the resource professionals that can help you. And you know, with our networking events and workshops, you can you may not even know that you have a question until you hear someone else ask it and i i truly think that is number one or number two depending on you know it's an election year so mm -hmm. so advocacy is still number one today but tomorrow it may be education november 5th mate we might see a bit of a yeah. turnaround yeah um, well, no, that's interesting because that's something that I hadn't thought about is, I guess it depends on a case-by-case -case basis on how important certification at the very least is or how important education is. Because the one thing that I've noticed too, especially with the tree farm program and the folks involved in that, is how closely knit everyone is and how very easy it is to ask a question to one of the foresters or even just another tree farmer like, hey, what did you do? about yeah. this and they're like oh here, here's a, here's an answer here's who you need to talk to it is not proprietary information it is it is friend on friend neighbor on neighbor um, helping each other to to grow so as we wrap up jennifer if you could is there maybe one instance because you've, you've been here with this for how long now nine years nine years okay so is there one thing that maybe stands out to you in your time working with or work, being a part of the program? I have a favorite and I, I'm not supposed to have a favorite, but I do. I have a couple favorites, mm -hmm. but my number one that I think about is that um, a couple years ago we were contacted, well, I was contacted by a forester, um, Bill Cheney, who's with the Arkansas Department of Ag Forestry Division, who won Tree Farmer Tree Farm Inspector of the Year nationally last year because he is that good. He called me and he goes, Jennifer, you will never believe it. I talked to number four. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Bill? And he was like, the the fourth tree farm in Arkansas that was that was brought into the tree farm program. They want to become a tree farm again. And yeah, that just never happens because this was back 78, 79 years ago that these tree farms were inspected and brought into the program. So, and there was 15 of them brought in that very first day. So the fact that we have number four and it was, handed down from a, from a grandmother to a father to these two daughters who 
knew that they had been on the tree farm. They knew that they, uh, growing up, they always visited it. They have no idea what to do at the tree farm. And, you know, I'm not talking bad about them, but if you've never grown a tree, you don't really know how to grow a tree. And you, but they knew enough that it meant enough that they wanted to this legacy to go on. So they worked with landowners. I mean, they worked with other landowners in their area. They talked to them. And then they worked with their forester. They worked with the tree farm program. And they became Outstanding Tree Farm of the Year. That's a pretty big deal Mm -hmm. to go from not even knowing what certification was to being number one or sorry, number four. And so then this year, we were contacted by number one. They're not certified yet, but they will be. And so in a couple years, when you ask me this again, and I can say that the very first tree farm that was ever certified is still certified. That means a lot. Yeah, yeah, and and this is a good segue for yet another episode that we did, where we did talk to one of the daughters who owns the fourth oldest tree farm. You can check out that uh, that I believe that's episode two, the oldest tree farm in Arkansas, uh, and you can hear their story and kind of what the property meant to them and stuff like that. It's a very interesting story. They're very crazy characters in a very good way. Yes, um, we love awesome. them to death. Yeah. So, well, Jennifer, uh, I guess, is there anything else that you want to you wanna add or anything else that we're missing before we kind of wrap things up here? Um, only if you are thinking about buying a tree for, or buying timber land or forest land or just land and you want to plant trees on it, don't hesitate. It is something that will bring you more joy than you can imagine. And if people want to find more information, they can do that on our website, right? Mm-hmm. Go to arcforest.org slash tree farm and all the information you want is there. Okay. All right. Well, Jennifer, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you sitting down with me for, I believe, 20, 30 minutes. Um, and thank you guys for listening yet again to another episode. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you can find a lot of information, like Jennifer said, on our website at arcforest.org. That's A-R-K-F-O-R-E-S-T-S dot org. And we also want to give a big thank you, as always, to some guy named Rob slash Rob McCormick for the use of our theme song, The Same Love. That's off his album, The Folkster. You can find more of his music at Spotify or wherever you get your music. So join us next month with another, uh, we'll have another guest and we'll have another topic. I believe that's getting us into the holiday time frame, the Christmas time frame. And uh, we've got a very interesting episode for you guys for that one. So join us next month. Thank you again for listening to the Voices of Forestry.